And a very good day. This is Pastor Mark with Touch of God. And this week we continue with the series, Your Identity in Christ. And during these times, which some would believe are challenging with the coronavirus, COVID-19, maybe there's other things that are going on in your life that are far bigger than a virus. I'm sure there are people in this world that have serious things going on in their lives and the virus is not a serious thing to them in contrast, in perspective. Uh, Whatever this day brings you, uh, I want to help you understand how easy it is to hear from the Lord and recognizing how, because of who we are in Christ, how simple it is for God to speak to us, but how challenging sometimes it is for re- to realize uh, how God speaks to us and that he's with us and near us and in us. Uh, so this episode is really a, a subtitle of uh, the main series. And this one's called Hearing from God in the Good Times and the Challenging Ones, too. Psalm chapter 119, verse 105, says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. You feel like you're in darkness right now. Uh, you're not sure where to go. You're not sure what the world is coming to. God is the one we need to lean on. Jesus is the one to focus on. He is the light, and you are not in darkness if you are in him and he is in you. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The word of God itself, which is, as we will see here in today's uh, program, God himself, Jesus in the flesh, is the word made flesh. And uh, Jesus is one of the the ways that God can speak to us through his son. And we'll see that shortly here. So in these challenging times, some people may surprise themselves in deciding to reach out to God sooner than they had expected. Uh, some Some of us might just put off Uh, talking to God until a day when we really need him and didn't realize that maybe some someone's getting attacked by this virus someone's getting attacked by something else and or or even you are getting attacked and you're realizing that uh, maybe tomorrow isn't going to happen for me I need Jesus today and today is the day of salvation now God would much rather you reach out to him in challenging times instead of not at all But the truth is, he paid an extremely high price for you and I to be able to be reconciled back to him, to have our dominion restored upon the earth and to restore a special opportunity uh, for a relationship with him that we cannot earn through our own performance of doing good things. A relationship between two people is only as strong as the weakest part of that relationship from one of the individuals. Both people have to commit. The very good news, though, is that God has already committed to you before he created the earth, because he knew that one day he would have to send his son Jesus to take your place on the cross for the sins you committed. Jesus, who did no wrong, but suffered all the way to, and including on the cross, to pay for our sins, destroying the works of the enemy, including death itself, so that humankind could inherit eternal life, praise the Lord, and be saved from eternity in hell without him. Undeservedly, by the grace of God, on the unmerited favor, not deserving it, we have received the greatest of all gifts, 
That's salvation, eternal life, reconciliation back to God. Amen? So a great relationship cannot occur without frequent communication. Without communication based on a relationship, there is no way to hear what they are trying to tell us, to guide us, or to warn us. Our Heavenly Father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, is always talking with us and to us. But he's not always talking with us because it takes two for that to happen. He's always trying to talk to us, but he's not always able to talk with us because that's up to us to complete that second part of the relationship, amen, and that communication. He's always wanting to talk with us, uh, but he's always talking to us, always trying to get to through us, uh, through to us by some means. So here are some of the ways God speaks to us. Second uh, Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. It shows that God speaks to us through his word. It says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. It's always fascinating to read the first few words, especially of that uh, verse 16. All scripture is breathed out by God, just in the same way that he breathed out of his, um, into the nostrils of Adam, and Adam became a living human being. Amen. So if we do not read, understand, and do the word of God, that means that we are lacking in knowledge. We are needing but not receiving correction, and we are not being trained in righteousness. We're being incomplete, and we're not being equipped for every good work. So we are deficient, and nobody wants to be lacking of anything. Amen? Um, How is this possible if we do not have discipline and commit to doing these things, to reading the Word of God, to understanding what it says about us, God's promises about us, who we are in Christ, the job we have on this earth, and not forgetting the two great commandments, to love the Lord thy God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and as love your neighbor as yourself. But in Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, it says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, because you have rejected knowledge. Now, let's look at that word in the Hebrew. The word for destroyed uh, is in Strong's Concordance. It's H1820. And it means to cease, destroy, be brought to silence, be undone, to be dumb or silent. Now, without the word of God, by rejecting the knowledge of the Lord, the truth. It is as though we are dumb or silent. But you might say, well, but I'm not. I can speak. Uh, This is what I think. I'm going about the world. I'm having communications with people. But that being said, you are dumb and silent of the truth. You lack the truth. You lack the knowledge. You, You come across a situation and immediately you may be, maybe, in fear, anxiety or worry because you don't know who you are in Christ and you you need a savior you need to know the truth you need Jesus you need to understand what God says about you 
so that you can walk in the victory that he's already paid for you. Amen. So today's program is not about condemning where you might be. It's helping you realize where you are so that you can change your lifestyle and get in the word of God, give your life to Jesus, receive him as your Lord and your Savior. Because Jesus gets to save you once, but you need to make him your Lord every day. Amen. Every hour of every day. But here's the here's the thing. People say, well, I'm I'm destroyed for lack of knowledge. It's not because there's a lack of the word of God anywhere. The Bible has not gone out of print and the Bibles are still everywhere in the world. And it's the number one best selling book or collection of uh, 66 books. Amen. Across the world. But it's because you have rejected knowledge. Uh, Hosea 4, 6 says. So the word of God is right in front of us. The word of God. We are destroyed for rejecting it. Not as a, see, here's the thing. It's not that we are destroyed for rejecting it because God is punishing us for rejecting it. It's because you are walking in darkness without the knowledge of the truth of the word of God. It's your own choice that you are destroyed. It's not God's choice and it's not God's punishment that you are destroyed because you're not reading his word. God would never destroy you because of that. Um, And God is a God of the living and not the dead. We destroy ourselves. We decide, uh, if if we end up in hell, it was because we decided to reject God, not because God punished us. We, we get a just reward for our decision. And to be honest with you, the justice, uh, the justness of God, if it wasn't for his love, we would all be going to hell anyway. Um, it is because we have the opportunity to believe in Jesus that gets us out of that default uh, destination, if you like, that we would otherwise have normally have gone to had God not sent his son and had God not had a heart of love for us all. To the greatest extent possible, he loves us with all of his heart, and his heart is much bigger than, than our hearts. Amen. But we are created in his image, able to love others with the love of God, and that is what casts out fear. Perfect love, that is. So let's get back into this understanding. The The devil does his best to keep a flashlight out of your hand. It is God who is the light. And now he inhabits his children, who Jesus tells to let their light so shine upon men, to let their light so shine on those without a flashlight, without a torch, to guide them to Jesus so that God can rescue them out of the powers of darkness and into his marvelous light, into the kingdom of his beloved son. So he speaks to us through his word, and the word is full of truth, and it is it is empty of lies. It is empty of false truth. It is full of the truth, and it's the word of God that is uh, placed, he, God places it above his own name, before his own name. Amen. Now, we also see that God speaks to us through his son. So he speaks to us through his word, by his promises, by his, uh, by the wisdom of God. And as you read the word of God, you will, you will feed your spirit and you, and you will feed, you'll stir up your spirit, but you will very importantly be renewing your mind, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, to the knowledge of the truth. And it will, it will uh, bring you away from being conformed to the world. Be, you'll, you'll be less conformed to the world every day you read the word and more conformed to looking and acting like Jesus, which is God's um, mission for you, God's desire for you. 
it is also un- important to understand that who you are in Christ is as your identity in him. And you can only find that out by reading the word or studying under a very good teacher who is teaching you from the word and showing you the scriptures so that when you go home, you can read those same scriptures, understand about those verses, believe that they are true, and then act. Act who God says you are, not who the devil says or somebody that's mean to you or somebody in your family that tells you that you're never going to be any good. No, you don't want to listen to those individuals. You want to love on them, but you need to love, you need to listen to God and what he says about you because nobody else created you but the Lord. You need to understand what the creator, your creator says about you. Amen. And not anyone else. So the other way that God speaks to us is through his son. And it's Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2. Long ago, actually, we'll start in verse 1. Verse 1 of chapter 1 of Hebrews. Long ago at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. So this is basically saying, these two verses of Hebrews chapter 1. Verse 1 is explaining to you that, that before Jesus went to the cross, before, uh, before God was able to live and, and dwell in us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, when we become born again, God had to speak to us through uh, to our fathers by the prophets. So he had to use prophets to speak to our fathers, especially in the Old Testament you see this a lot. That's why there was a lot of prophets uh, writing in the Old, Te- Old, Te- Old, Te- Old, Te- Old Testament books. But in these last days he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, whom also he created, uh, through whom also he created the world. Uh, so through his son, his son lives and dwells in the new believer. So that is how you can hear from the Lord because he's within you and he is one spirit with us. He is one spirit with you. God's spirit is one spirit with your spirit. Amen. They are intertwined. They are connected. So it is no longer that you have to depend on a prophet every single time you want to hear from God. It's not to say prophets are no longer needed in the in these times. Prophets are needed, especially for those who cannot recognize the voice of the Lord, who are not born again. But even those who are, if if you are a new believer and you don't yet recognize the, the voice of the Lord, a prophet is still uh, able to be used by the Lord to help you, to, to show you the truth, to, to speak a word to you from the Lord, from the throne room. But God's desire is not to use prophets continuously in your life. He wants you to uh, grow up from becoming a new believer, uh, a baby as it were, uh, into a child uh, with a childlike faith, amen, into a son or daughter of the Most High God. The more time you spend with the Lord, the more time you spend in his word, you will begin to recognize that the, the thoughts and that you have are more in line with God's thoughts than the than your thoughts were before, uh, but also that you'll be able to recognize that still small voice that Jesus says that, you know, my sheep know my voice. So if you are truly born again, 
you are one of his sheep, you're one of his flock, he is the shepherd, and you do hear his voice. The question is, do you recognize it? And so what we need to do is is listen out and and spend quiet time with the Lord, because if you have a, a phone that's distracting you, a radio that's on, a lot of noise around you, it takes a little bit more practice to uh, recognize his voice. You need to, in the very beginning, make sure that you're in a very quiet place. And indeed, every day throughout your walk with the Lord, make sure you spend some quiet time in a quiet place so you can recognize his voice the easiest. And you may not have those quiet spaces around you all the time. And so it's important that you practice this because there will be times when you are in a noisy place and you still need to hear from him and you'll be able to recognize his voice because you have spent enough time in the quiet place before. Uh, you will always recognize God's voice. Uh, God speaks the truth. He speaks in line with his word. Whereas the devil will try to twist scripture like he did with Jesus in the wilderness. And the devil will try to condemn you with thought, condemning thoughts, negative thoughts. But sometimes, as you know, the devil comes as an angel of light. So it appears and it, that the devil is coming across godly, but actually it's, it's the devil trying to pull the wool over your eyes to try and distort and, and corrupt the word of God. And, and, uh, sometimes he'll speak a scripture to you out of context and you'll believe that to the Lord. So it's very important that we understand God's nature. This is why we've been talking about this so much. Knowing the Father, knowing Jesus by the Holy Spirit, so that you know whether you're being spoken to by your best friend or your worst foe. Amen? So God speaks to us through his Son. He also, uh, uh, We also realize here that Jesus is the Word that was made flesh. So we talked about God speaking us to us through his word. We also said that God speaks to us through his son, Jesus. But if you see in John chapter 1, verse 14, it says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son of, from the Father, full of grace and truth. So the word of God and Jesus are one and the same. Jesus is the expression of the breathed word of God. And at the same time is also the express image and representation of his father. The exact imprint of his nature, as we see in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. It says, he, which is Jesus, is the radiance of the glory of God, the father, and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Amen. And so we see that Jesus is the word that was made flesh, and he is the exact representation of the Father. So he speaks to us in other ways, uh, not just through his Son, not just through the word, but through nature and circumstances. But he has paid for this relationship not to be one way. Amen. He wants you to understand him by reading about him and talking to him. For you to wait for his reply in your heart as you go about your day, as you spend time in the quiet place. 
Maybe you put some worship music on for some time. And you just close your eyes, close the door, turn the light off, and just thank him. Thank him that even though we're all sinners, even though we have done all these bad things, that he is good and faithful to forgive us and just and to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness if we confess those sins, that he loves you so much. Thank him for his love that he sent his son to die for you on the cross. Thank you that he has provision for you every day. Um, there is no lack in the kingdom. There is, the question is, is your mind renewed to recognize that you are living in the kingdom, if you, that you have inherited the kingdom of God, or do you still believe that you live in a life of deprivation, uh, in a life of poverty that God didn't have for you? See, poverty is a work of the enemy, not a work of the Lord. And God is the one that provides for you all good things, that is. God doesn't provide evil to you. The devil provides that to you in temptations and untruths, distortions of the truth, uh, having people speak false truths to you, uh, giving you a misunderstanding of God. The, the devil likes to, to paint the image of God as someone who has let you down, who is upset and mad at you for what you've done, and uh, that there is no recompense, there is no... Um, there is no rat, there is no road for you. There is no narrow path for you because you've done so much wrong. The devil would like to paint this picture that the father is evil uh, because of look what he did in the Old Testament. He he kills. But uh, remember, this is none of this. You know, the reason the father had to take uh, situations into his own hands in the Old Testament was because God absolutely hates sin. And he still does to this day. He doesn't want you in sin. But in the Old Testament, there was no Savior. Jesus had not yet come. And man was increasingly in sin. And so he flooded the earth. He had to take measures and situations into his own hands to try to right the ship, to correct the course of mankind to a better path. And it was necessary, God realized, for his son to go and die for us to be reckoned so that we can be reconciled back to God. God the Father loves you immensely, and many people do not understand Him. And you need to understand He is the best Father you will ever have. But the key is that you must understand His nature, His nature of love, His nature of forgiveness, His nature of justice, uh, His nature of faithfulness. Uh, the things that he would would has done already for you through his son, and that the father continually tries to reach out to you, talking to you in so many different ways, that hoping one day, one of the many ways you will actually see that God must be there in your midst, right in front of you, right in in the middle of a circumstance. Only God could have done this, you will say to yourself. And that is finally when God can break through <laughs> your understanding of who he is and you can see him in your daily life. Um, but do not let another day pass before you seek the Lord with all of your heart and trust him with all of your heart. 
Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust the Lord with all your heart, not 99% of it, 100%. Trust the Lord, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Don't try to figure God out yourself. Figure God out from reading his word because God already put in his word who he is and who you are. So he wants you to speak to him, to have this relationship with him that he so preciously paid for with everything he had. His only begotten son came for you, had no sin committed, and was able to be the only way, the only truth, and the only life in order for you to be rescued from an eternal life of destruction, true destruction in hell that we all deserve. So seek the Lord with all your heart. Spend time with him. Find him in his word. Uh, Find him by listening in your heart because through his son, the father is able to communicate with you, according to chapter 1 of Hebrews, verse 2. Be uh, encouraged that you are hearing from God. You may just not have recognized his voice yet. But the more time you spend with him, the more time you spend in his word, the more time you incorporate him into your daily life, you will find that his voice gets clearer and clearer and clearer. And you may say, well, it sounds like it's my own thoughts. But that a lot of the time is where God speaks. He speaks to you through your spirit. And your spirit does tend to have your voice the sound of your voice saying those words. So don't expect a bellowing voice out of heaven. Although some people have witnessed the audible voice of the Lord, it may happen to you, I pray that it does. But most likely, and more often, he speaks to us through his son, through his spirit, through our spirit, and we hear that still small voice, or we hear our own voice give us uh, thoughts and ideas, and those are by the Holy Spirit from the throne room of God himself. So be encouraged that in these times that other people are worrying around you, they're in anxiety, they're in stress, you are the one that has the light. You're not walking in the darkness. You can be their pillar of strength because it's the light of Jesus that's in you that you carry, and you hear from God. I encourage you to realize that today. Just recognize his voice, spend time in the secret place, spend time in his word every day, morning, noon, and night, and you will have a closer relationship than you could ever have dreamed or imagined with your own creator himself, your precious heavenly father, your precious Lord and Savior Jesus, and the precious Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, we are at touchofgodradio.org. That's the website, uh, Facebook and YouTube at Touch of God Radio in the search box. And we also desire your prayer requests at this email address. It's touchofgodradio at gmail.com. Touchofgodradio at gmail.com. And until next week, stay healthy, speak in tongues, speak life over other people, cast out sicknesses from other people, cast out demons, raise the dead. Spend time with the Lord and thank him for all the goodness he has done in your life and the life of others. Amen. Have a blessed week.